Want to know why? Ask how. Howard the Humongous. I have a simple message for Google and Facebook critics on the left and on the right. Not to mention for those government officials in Europe who are pushing the notion that Facebook and Google are a dangerous duopoly and must be broken up. My message is this. Don't fuck with my Google and my Facebook. Do not regulate them and don't turn them into censors. If you want to spend government money, use it to research suspicious Google and Facebook postings and to reveal the identity of the posters. Label posts and web pages the way we label cans of soup. Label them with their ingredients, or more precisely, with the name of their authors and of those who paid for those authors' work. Yes, make an exception for posts from people who could be in danger if their identity were revealed, like dissenters in China, Russia, Myanmar, or the Philippines. But here's the deal. Google, Twitter, and Facebook have to be neutral channels of information, like your phone company. If you make a nasty statement on a phone call with a friend or are even in a teleconference with a cell of terrorists, your phone company is not responsible. You are. If Ajit Pai, chairman of the FCC, is right and YouTube placed uh, age restrictions on ads from videos from conservative commentator Dennis Prager and his Prager's University, including a video of Alan Dershowitz on Israel's founding, that's censorship. It breaks the rules of a neutral carrier. The same goes if it's true that Twitter suspended a pro-life campaign ad from Representative Marsha Blackburn. That's a claim from the FCC's Pajit on the Wall Street Journal. And the Wall Street Journal claims that Twitter has refused sponsorship tweets or sponsored tweets from immigrant opponents saying that hate, that hate speech policy is triggered by messages such as, quote, the fiscal cost created by illegal immigrants of $746 billion compares to a total cost of deportation of $124 billion, close quote. Those claims against YouTube and Twitter are, if those claims against YouTube and Twitter are accurate, then I deplore the action. I may hate Marsha Blacksburn's anti-abortionism, but like Voltaire, I will defend to my life her right to say it. The Tea Party and World News Daily are right-wing sites run by, well, in the case of World News Daily, it's run by a Christian Lebanese-Syrian-American Joseph Farah, and he shrieks that there is a plot to destroy freedom of speech. Says Farah, Ghul has a better working relationship with the totalitarians in China than they have with the Republicans here in the USA. Why? asks Farah. He answers, because Google is killing freedom of speech, freedom of the press, and freedom of religion in the U.S. Who runs the plot to kill freedom of speech and religion in the USA? The Tea Party gives the impression that the plots are um, run by a Jewish globalist financier, George Soros, and the criminal Clinton family. But Google and Facebook are not killing freedom of speech and freedom of religion. I admit that there are very few headlines from Fox News or World News Daily on my Google News page. This is a problem that I'd like to see fixed, but I compensate by visiting Fox News, the Fox News website, and Fox TV every day. In reality, the only so-called conservative who's been bounced from Google and Facebook that I know of 
is Alex Jones, the conspiracy theorist. But Alex Jones was went a lot further than merely working out conspiracy theories and expressing them. He attacked people and destroyed their lives. Jones said that the Sandy Hook shootings, in which 20 students and six teachers died, was a hoax. The children killed were only six years old, but Jones says the whole thing was a phony concocted by the folks who want to take your guns away, the gun regulation gang. If that's all Jones had said, I would fight for his freedom of speech. But Jones did more. He published the phone numbers and addresses of the parents of the murdered children and urged his audience to attack those parents. Attack is exactly what his audience did with death threats and abuse. Veronica De La Rosa and her husband, Adam Posner, the parents of Sandy Hook victim Noah Posner, were forced to move seven times to avoid the Jones Harpies. Says De La Rosa, each time the family moved, their new address and phone numbers were posted on the internet with the speed of light. And Jones added to the harassment and Jones added to the harassment by suing the couple for $100,000. In other words, Alex Jones did more than express opinions. He tortured the lives of others. He piled misery on parents who were already suffering from the loss of a child. So the families of four students and two educators who died, along with one FBI agent who actually responded to the shooting and saw what was happening, filed a lawsuit in a Connecticut court against Jones on August 6th, 2018. I hope they win. Jones is a scumbag. To some, the cyber expulsion of Jones from Facebook and YouTube is proof that the right wing's opinions are being shut out by Facebook and Google. But Fox News, the Tea Party website, and WEND continue to flourish online. Fox News has 16 million likes on Facebook and 1.7 million subscribers on YouTube. That doesn't sound like censorship to me. The Tea Party has 424,000 likes on Facebook and apparently doesn't bother to put out material on YouTube. And Joseph Farah claims that his website gets, quote, millions of hits, close quote. Meanwhile, on the opposite side of the political spectrum, critics on the left are upset about how big Facebook and Google are and how they dominate their niches, their markets. Those markets are people. They're people like you and me. And both Google and Facebook add to your powers and mine immensely, precisely because they are huge and dominate their markets. Facebook allows you and me to connect with a billion of our fellow humans and converse with them. It allows you and me to put up items and get a response often in as little as 16 seconds. Google allows you and me to look up absolutely anything we want, when and where we want it. And it lists, it, it, it lets you dive into a million books. I have a 21-year-old friend whose phone is almost always attached to her right hand when we're talking. Um, and she looks up the topic on Google. That's a tremendous advantage. It means that we're honing our facts and learning new ones in the course of a normal conversation. Google doesn't quite give you um, the omniscience of a god, the ability to see everything, at least not yet. It doesn't quite give you and me the power to know everything in the universe, but it comes close. The bottom line, don't screw around with my Facebook 
and my Google. Don't regulate them and don't break them up. Don't you dare amputate my powers. This is Howard the Humongous speaking for you from the future. It's your job and my job to make. Or, <laughs> want to know why? Ask how. And now for that, oh my God, finding this thing is a bitch. Um, off button. Is it there? No.